Hot Takes for Toast is brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen with 30 years of serving Utah. Question of the morning. Since the trades, the lifeless Jazz are 0-3. Why? Oh, why? A little Nancy Kerrigan there in the question? No, that's just simply why. That's why. The oh, why? Right. Uh, you got to put your personal out. spin. Nice. Well, there's good news because, you know, since the trade, they've been put in all sorts of uh, locations that they're not used to on the floor and rotations that they're not used to. Mm-hmm. Well, then hell. Then in another month after they get used to them, Katie bar the door. They're going undefeated. Seems unlikely. Yeah, well, like that's what logic. the coach just said. I like your so, logic. And so I like now you got to teach thinking. them once they learn it, then phew, Sky's man. The limit. Yeah. Sky's the limit. Right? I'm only taking him at his word, just like I've done with you. Not a kid. I'm sorry I buried you, but now I'll bring you back because I'm from Phoenix. What? Rising from the ashes, <laughs> Phoenix. What do you mean, what? Exactly what I said. What? Play along. Nah, I've done that enough. Jeez. 22 years. So, oh, now you had enough? Is that it? You're announcing your resignation? No, the floor's yours. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I got somewhere to be at 755. Right? If they, if all this stuff's all brand new and these guys have never, never in all their times playing basketball, which they've probably done since five years of age, they've been in on that spot on the floor. That's what he just said. Well, good news then. They've got a week. Don't go on vacation now. Get together and let's learn all these things. So when you come back, and I heard somebody say they got no doubt when they come back, they'll be all fired up and ready to go. So good. So right after the All-Star break, man, I expect some winning because all these problems that they have, we'll take care of them through practice and film work and study and blah, blah, blah. Then they'll have everything down, right? No. What do you mean no? Just why I said no. Why not? You're the basketball expert. Mm-hmm. The floor is yours. Because <laughs> they're not very good. <laughs> That's why. So then all this other stuff doesn't matter? It uh, matters a little bit, but I don't think it's going to matter enough. It's not a difference maker matter? Sure. We'll go with that. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a ball of the English language? Sure. Well, I take these guys when he speaks at at his word. And that's part of the problem, right? So they can correct a problem if that's part of the problem. I think they can correct some problems. Uh, They have a problem right now. They have a lot of guys who can't make shots from the perimeter, don't shoot the three very well. Tends to clog up the offense. And last night, they I mean, they scored enough last night. Now, part of it is once the Lakers get a big lead, eh, they'll let you score a little bit. When they really have to score, are they going to be able to do that? They don't have somebody who can go get a bucket. <laughs> They're a little short on that. It's, I mean, Mark is a guy who would go get a bucket, and he doesn't shoot a lot of free throws. Why doesn't he drive more? Well, Partly it's because of the way he's played, and that's the kind of thing that you're talking about that actually Will Hardy's talking about, that you can address and tinker with. And But the the problem is always going to be now when there's going to be two or three guys that the defense can help off of. They don't really respect their perimeter shooting. And so Fontecchio and Olenek made all the difference. That's because not what we're boiling, boiling down to. They help spread the foot. Well, I mean, the Jazz were a 500 team before this. They're not now. No, they're not now. They are a worse team now. But as Jay-Z told us on Saturday, the goal isn't right now, and the goal isn't to convey or not convey the draft pick or make the first round of the playoffs or not. 
What the hell's the goal? The long game to build a championship yeah, window that'll be open for four to five years. Great. And how long do we have to wait? Um, no idea. <laughs> no idea. There's no form of accountability this way. If something is always out there Fair. in the nebulous future, yes. how do I hold you accountable for it? Agreed. Because when is it? <laughs> no idea. 2028, 2030. I don't know. I know they're going to make a big trade this summer with all these assets, and the roster could look way different. Really no idea if it's short-term, mid-term, or long-term. But the fans want to know. I'm just they asking do. questions the 100%. fans want to know. Locked I'm nothing but a fan. Locke during the game last night was saying it's, and he said it a couple times, it's, the vibe is really weird in here. Yeah, because people come expecting a win, and they've watched enough basketball to know, mm, this team isn't likely to well, win. Well, you come expecting a win now, that's on you. You're a fool. Right, but they'd already bought the tickets. So they go because they bought the tickets, but they don't really expect a win because of what you just said. They can figure it out. So sitting there watching the game, but it's hard to get up and scream and yell and get into it because you're like, well, this isn't going to work out. <laughs> this just isn't going to work out. And it's the Lakers, and they want it to work out. It's fun to beat the Lakers, regardless of who does or doesn't yeah, play. Yeah, but I mean, is that your only way you have an, a good time at a basketball game is if your team wins? I would say no, because you can you can lose and play a heck of a game. I go back to the Rose Bowl. The U fans wanted them to win. They didn't, but they still had the time of their lives because it was a phenomenal game. Everybody competed. Uh, uh, a five-foot Buck fifty guy returns a kickoff all yep. the way. He's uh, five foot nothing, eighty two pounds, or soaking that, wet with a pocket full of quarters. Whatever that uh, line is in Rudy. Uh, so I, I I don't think that winning is the uh, only way you can walk out of Delta Center with enjoyment. I think you can find other ways, and they're not providing it right now. They're not competing at a high enough level that allows you to say, man, I really got my money's worth. And I can't believe it's simply because Fontecchio and friggin' Olenek are gone. That's the difference between having a shot to win and having no chance to win? I can't buy that. Because they've had no chance to win these last three games. That, that, that's that, I'm thinking, putting myself in a fan's shoes, that's what fan Mary and fan Mike are saying to themselves. Wait a second here. They are saying it to themselves, and they're saying it on our Facebook page where the question of the day, why, oh, why? Nick, they were building something good, and management gutted them. Team chemistry has been lost, Jim says, with the trades. It's obvious to competitive players this team is not built to win now. Well, then, that is a contradiction. If that's true, and apparently it might very well be, then you can't get up on the podium, sit up up there and say, well, either we get the pick or we don't. Seems to me it's a concerted effort to get the pick. Seems where it's headed. Whether that was the primary motivation for making it, it seems like that's going to happen. So it's, it's caught them the by surprise then. No, no, he's got there's got to be some consistency here. I think they wanted the two picks they knew they were going to get. I think they know they got a pretty decent chance of getting the third one also. If they didn't make the moves, there was a chance they'd have no picks, and they didn't want to have no picks. I mean, the one thing we can't really gauge is, is this group going to come back with a little more fire and win some games, and will other teams be tanking down the stretch? We literally have people sending us tank gifts. Old black and white video of a tank driving across the field. It's probably World War II video or something. Yeah, but there's how many games you're going to play that where teams are tanking? Yep. Five? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the answer to that is going to be. You well, know, how hard are the Rockets going to play down the stretch? That's one of the teams who could catch the Jazz well, and help the, bump them. What's the difference? And help, well, I mean, the difference is if you finish 11th, 12th, or 13th, then you're going to give the pick to Oklahoma City, and if you finish with the 7th, 8th, and 9th best record, then you're going to have the pick. It's top 10 protected, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And they're right on that line. And it looked like with the team they had, which wasn't a great team, but – it was a competitive team. Yeah, it was a competitive team. It looked like they were going to end up drafting 13th to 16th, somewhere It was somewhere a competitive team when marketing came back from the injury, mm-hmm. and they went 16-4, and four, whatever it was. Yeah, that, that was, was a pretty really good team. Good, that, was, that was their best path. Now, they had everybody healthy. Mm-hmm. They were in a good stretch, and they were playing teams that didn't have everybody healthy. Welcome to the NBA. But see, they okay, made the most of it. Right, but then they had to have known, management had to have known, we will take a major hit. This can't be a surprise to them. If it is, then I'm. Then they miss I'm not it. thinking. They, why? They, why wouldn't you know this? Yeah. Do you don't have a, a feel for your team? You sit there right there. You talk to them. You're in the locker room. Mm-hmm. So I think they had to have known it. And so you're right in an extent to where you know if they were to finish eleventh, uh, so still be crappy, but not be crappy enough to keep the pick. That that's that very well could happen. There's a little bit of a gray area. But then are, then there's also, yes. are they just going to completely let go of the rope here? The old water they already have. I'm de- well, they have this week, and I expect that they you know, will get beat tonight. But when they come back from the All-Star game, and other teams realize, and they're playing other teams, that realize, yeah, we're not going anywhere, we don't want to go anywhere. I mean, after they made the trades last year, they still won a handful yeah, of games. Only a, yeah, but to, that's only a handful of games. We created the play-in. It's created such dire no, urgency that, where teams are going to just, oh, you come to the arena every night. That's what the league sold us. Yes, and that is what the Jazz management definitely rejected. Screw the play-in. <laughs> We're not interested. Because that math is easy. I think the math, there's a little gray area on the math on whether you're going to keep the pick or not. But there's no gray area when you make the trade about getting to the play-in. The, the group they had was going to have to play pretty close to their best basketball to keep up with the Lakers and Warriors. And now there's no chance of keeping up with uh, the Lakers. I don't know about that. I th- I'm sure they, they have to play their best basketball to win games. Uh, yep. But, I mean, they've rolled over against the, yes. the Warriors yeah. and the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, three weeks ago, this team could have beat both of those teams very easily. Uh, not not easily, but easily conceivably done. I was talking about staying in front of them for the rest of the season. Right. On any given night. Right, well, Whatever. yeah. But now it's but not then, on but, any but, given night. That's what I think the crowd was about. It's like, it's not any well, given night. Well, it's on night. no night. It's not tonight. <laughs> it's not on any given night. It's on. It was more than any given night. They didn't... It, that, before it was more, they didn't need to just say, "Oh wow, man, if we play our best basketball, we got a shot to win." No, we play our best basketball, we will win. They were beating teams yep. that were far better than the Lakers and the Warriors, so it wasn't that situation. It wasn't that dire. We need to play. We need to give our best effort, and then we got a shot. No, they gave their best effort. They probably were going to win. They were that. They were decent enough. Speaking at home, of course, that they could beat, and they did beat plenty of teams. That were decent enough. But now, no. But I don't see where the the teams that are the top 10 teams aren't going to tank. They're already there. Right. So the teams that you are playing that are not in the top 10, they're already tanking. 
the Rockets got no ch- no shot. So I'm, they are who they are. Hornets, first game back from the break. Trading guys away left and right. Cutting deals. Yeah. Miami, hello. Well, so Denver. They're all, but they're already tanking. Yeah, they're already tanking. Right. So they're, they're not. I don't, you ask the question, well, who, we don't know who's tanking. Yes, we do. Are they going to lose when they go play the Hawks? You're not going to just read schedules now, are you? No, that's the game. The <laughs> Hawks and Rockets catch them. Atlantic the, Division, go. Atlanta, if Atlanta and Houston catch the Jazz, then they keep the pick. It's a big game for keeping the pick. And I get what Jay-Z's saying from that perspective. I was talking about most, more about the opportunity to have an 83rd game. That, to me, that was the objective. I, mm-hmm. I completely agree with what he's saying as far as, well, if we get it, we get it. If we don't, we don't. I get that. I, I understand exactly what he's saying. And they made these moves irrespective of, well, we got to have this, or no, there's no way we can't get this. I don't think those moves were made. I, at least that's the way I took what he was saying. When they made these moves, it wasn't designed to not get the pick, nor was it designed to get the pick. I think that's the point he was making. If that's, I think that was a lesser right. consideration. Right, and I they're agree not, with him completely. They're not fools. They know that that hung in the balance. Right. But the priority was, Kelly Olynyk's going to be a free agent. Right. Let's get a draft pick for him right. before he goes somewhere else. Now, with Fontecchio, a little more surprising to me, could they have signed him? Well, sure. How much was it going to cost to sign him? Do they think, what is the market for him, and do they think that he's really worth that in the long run? Or do they think they can get somebody better? I mean, I just... Their odds of getting somebody better than him with the draft pick they got for him don't seem great. No, I'm not necessarily speaking with the draft pick. I'm talking about, because you can't, I, I think with this team going forward, you can't look at any one deal exclusively and evaluate that deal on its own entirety because it's, it's a massive it piece of puzzle right. here. And it's how it fits right. the whole puzzle. So when I say, can they get somebody better? I don't mean specifically from that draft pick for Simone. I'm talking about the whole package. Okay. Can so they do that, that goes your point. Now they know they're going to have two, probably three. But we can leave it as a maybe. But probably, I still three. think it's a maybe. Yeah, but it's a probably. It's not a definite. It's oh, it's not a definite. But I see. I go back to what Hardy was saying in that they'll have time to regroup. They can play better. Get, I expect right. them to play better. If they play like this, <sighs> the rest the, of the, the season, twenty-five plus games, I would be thoroughly disappointed. But I don't expect that. I expect them because they got the rug pulled out from under them. I buy all that, and but now I expect them at some point to get over it. Well, the All-Star break, it's a week. And go away, clear your head, and when you come back, we expect to see more effort, more belief, more confidence. I mean, we're not seeing any of those things. Pick your favorite words. It's, and I think that's why the crowd, it was a weird vibe in there, and Locke picked up on it. Well, he didn't. it was a disappointing vibe. He's it not, was. He's not going to go that negative. I will. Yeah. Disappointing, weird, a one, negative. No, well, no, the this crowd sucks knew, vibe. The crowd knew they weren't going to win. I mean, that that was the vibe. Yeah. These people aren't stupid here. Right. Which is why we're getting tank gifts. Yeah. Look at that. Doesn't that look like a World War II tank right there? I don't know like what a World War video. II look li- uh-huh. tank looks like, but uh, because I can't dis- distinguish a World War I tank or World War II, <laughs> II tank. tank. Okay. I can't. All right. And the way you people are going, is World War III. Abrams? Oh, look at him. Nice. Wow. I was a history major in 
Jeez. Clearly. Been reading some Stephen Ambrose over there, huh? Who's that? Yeah, you. I've read a bunch of Ambrose, yes. Who's yes. that? Who's that, He's guys? He's a famous World War II author. Is he really? Yeah, but... You should read D-Day by Stephen Ambrose, PK. I should read it? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Has he got a lot of pictures? No. <laughs> no. Lots of words, though. But he'll paint a picture with the words. He's a wordsmith. Oh, nice. But there's some serious reporting in that, too. You'd like that, the old reporter in you. All right, DJ PK, it's 97.5 The Zone. Coming up in one hour, we're giving away tickets to the Utah RV Show. And at 8.30, Eddie Heckard, former BYU and Weber State quarterback, joins us. Stay with us.